We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the award-winning RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Steve Alexander, Dr. A. That's Rick Kamla, the freak, the legend. It's February 8th, Tuesday. Happy trade deadline day, everybody. Um, We are going to talk trade deadline. We're going to take a lot of questions. We're going to do this right after this song. Your cold opens make my week, man. It is Rick Kamla. It is Steve Alexander. We are the OGs. This is the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog and FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl week, everybody. Happy trade deadline day. Um, and uh, we do have some trades that have gone down here, uh, Doc. I'm going to hit you rapid-fire style here. Uh, do any of these trades move your needle at all of the ones that have gone down starting uh, you know, at about noon yesterday, we had uh, your boy, Simone Fontecchio, traded to the Detroit Pistons. Knox and a second-round pick going back to Utah, Kevin Knox. Uh, Xavier Tillman going to Boston. Some picks involved. Lamar Stevens is going to go down to Memphis in this trade. And then Monte Morris going to Minnesota. I didn't think Minnesota needed to make a move, Doc. Uh, they've obviously got their backup point guard. Tim Connolly is the shot caller for Minnesota. He had Monte in Denver and obviously liked him a lot. He wanted him back. But Jordan McLaughlin, I thought, was playing well. Shake Milton somehow has fallen out of the rotation there. I'm not sure what really is going on with that. But I thought they were good at backup point guard. Nevertheless, they're bringing Monte Morris. Um, for a dynasty league, for deep leagues, for any league, do any of these moves uh, churn your needle so far? No. So, uh, <laughs> so Mon- they do not, is, sir. Is is Fontecchio still on your team in the Cam Dynasty doc, or, or did you dump him? Uh, I think he still might be hanging around. I did like him in Utah. Like, I did like the fact he was playing, you know, 25, 30 minutes and doing some stuff. Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, no. But that ain't happening now, man. That ain't happening now. Um, All right. So, uh, so let's see. And and by the way, these trades are doing nothing for me either. Okay. Uh, If look, Tillman is a streamer. Let me, let me put it this way. Uh, To me, Xavier Tillman is a streamer on a non Horford game on a non Porzingis game. 
on maybe uh, Tatum is out and Horford is out. Uh, but if if Horford, Porzingis, and Tatum are healthy, Tillman's going to play 12, 14, 15 minutes. But he could get 28, 30-minute games um, when those guys are out. So just keep your eye on that. Uh, Xavier Tillman, uh, to me, has entered the streaming zone now that he has been traded. Um, your, 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 your boy Ken Kreitz sent me a mailbag question for the Rotowire mailbag column that is probably posted by now. I don't I don't even know. Uh, he said, do I drop Luke Cornett in my 20-team league now that Xavier Tillman is in Memphis? I was like, thank you, K-Train, for reminding me that Luke Cornett still plays in the NBA. <laughs> uh, let me think about this. Uh, obviously, Cornett you know, I just picked him up um, streamer style in a 20 team fantasy league. Uh, I wonder if we're in the same one. It's uh, called I, Sam, it's called Sam Hinkie's letter. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's you and it's you and it's you and K train in there, right? Like you, he probably dropped him and you probably picked him up. I don't know if he's in this league. I, I got to uh, I, I got to look it up. Doc, I don't concern myself with who the other owners are. I concern myself with winning. Um, and I, you know, the names that pop up and, you know, K tans explorers and all that. I don't care. Right? You're just the next victim. Um, so, uh, I'm looking here at, at your boy Cornette. Uh, recently he's had a couple of decent games in a 20 team league. Am I holding Luke Cornette? Boy, he's right on the cut line, man. He's right. I, I t- I'll tell you this. I would rather have Xavier Tillman in a 20 team league than I would Luke Cornette. Um, but if Tillman's not available, I may still hold uh, if Tillman's not available. I may still hold uh, Luke Cornett. You know who, I, who I'd rather have is Gigi Jackson, your boy. Are you now? Are you now on Gigi Jackson? I am a put Gigi Jackson on your roster, stash him, sit on him, wrap a blanket around his head, and try to smother him to death like you're his big brother. Uh, yeah, like I, I think you want him on your roster because what what does Memphis have left? Like we are literally counting down the minutes for the uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. shutdown, right? And it's Santi Aldama, it's Gigi Jackson, and it's that dude Danny. Uh, what, what's that guy's name? Is that David uh, Roddy? Yeah, Roddy. All right. So, uh, look, I'm, this is one of those days, guys, uh, where you got to look a lot because there's going to be movement. And when guys go out, then uh, spots are backfilled by other guys. And the waiver wire, this is maybe the most important day on the waiver wire. You know, you think of the first week of the season, Doc, where you've got, uh, you know, opening night. Well, there's only two games, right? And then you got Wednesday night, that first Wednesday. So many questions are answered about rotations. And, oh, my God, this guy's completely out of the rotation. Oh, my God, this guy started for whatever team. Like, that's a really critical point for the waiver wire. And so is today. Okay, so, guys, look alive out there because uh, you can find some some finds. Like, you know, I don't know, like Gigi Jackson might be that guy. Um, and if you've got only a couple of waiver wire spots left, I would recommend waiting, being a little patient here. And taking it all the way to three Eastern today to see what materializes because you'd hate to be out of pickups for the week um, in your league. And then, oh, my God, I really want to pick up this guy. He's greenlit for a 28-minute per-game assignment here. 
but I'm out of out of transactions. Um, talk to me about how you approach trade deadline day, Doc. It's it's very important. It's sort of like it's not as important as uh, like the first day of waivers in the NFL because there's so fewer running backs and fewer teams, but it's up there. Like it's it's up there with the most important days for for basketball. This is why you save your two or three moves or four moves for today. Um, because not only do the players that move gain value, but the players that don't move gain value, and people know this, it's not rocket science. Uh, you you, you got to have moves available to make today. You do. And so uh, I know you wanted to talk about Jalen Brunson. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously with the turned ankle the other night, um, so take us into your thoughts on that. And is it is it Dante DiVincenzo season right now? It has been for the last five games. He's been phenomenal. It is DiVincenzo season. It is Kuminga season. Like dreams are coming true on this <laughs> podcast, right? Like, I'm so excited about DiVincenzo. So excited about Kuminga. So excited about like all those. Uh, there's so many players right now that are just balling out and DiVincenzo is going crazy and the Knicks are going crazy, dude. What is happening? Like they're, they're so good. All of a sudden the Knicks and Cleveland and the Clippers. Oh, and even the Hawks are playing better. Um, Dante DiVincenzo has been out of his mind. Kind of. I, I think the Hawks are four and three in their last seven. Um, I have noticed a little bit of a, diversi- a, a diversification uh, down the stretch. Trey Young is not ball hogging as much as he typically does. Um, you mentioned dreams come true, Doc. And, uh, and and so let's have a quick conversation here about another dude uh, that is making dreams come true in the fantasy world. Uh, it is Rick Hamla. It is Steve Alexander. We are the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast here today, brought to you by Underdog and FanDuel. Um Jade and Ivy just led the Pistonians to a victory at SAC last night without Cade Cunningham, and he went for 37 points. Um, this is the most important game of Jade and Ivy's NBA career. This is a win at a good team, a top six team in the West, and you went off and got that win, um, evoking booze from the crowd down on their beloved Sacramento Kings. Um, and I I, I kind of scoff at, at some of the stuff that Monty Williams said. Uh, and I'll read it to you here because of how Monty shamed Jaden Ivey. I don't know what the before the hyphen shamed is. Uh, Aid shamed him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, but he shamed him. Okay. And so uh, last night, uh, 37 points, Monty Williams said the fearlessness he plays with. Dude, why were you playing him 18 minutes a game to start the year? Why? Okay. Uh, Williams on Ivy ceiling. It's hard to recognize what a guy's ceiling is. Ah, no, it's not, dude. Watch the games. Watch them at Purdue. It's not hard to see what a guy's ceiling is. It's, it's literally not, not hard. Difficult. It's easy. We can do it. It's, it's literally not hard. Dr. A, okay? He says uh, also, but I see a young man who's getting better and who's coachable. And so he's going to go back to coachable. Uh, when I have to coach him up, he looks me in the eyes and takes it the right way. Oh, because you're you're the John Wayne of NBA head coaches. I am so out on Monty Williams. Okay, here's how easy it is to scout up talent. Okay, Doc, when I watch Jaden Ivy at the University of Purdue, 
coming downhill, rocked up halfback body. I'm like, whoa, that dude's going to be a stud in the NBA. Ding! It's not that hard. <laughs> and you know what, Doc? You know who I was comparing him to? Uh, Dwayne Wade and Donovan Mitchell, all right? And do you know what their stat lines look like? Yes, you do, of course. Let's focus on Dwayne Wade. Getting fired up and losing my voice. Dwayne Wade was a 25 and 5 guy, a 25, 5 and 5 guy, right? Later in his career, drifted to the 25 and 5 zone. Um, Jaden Ivey over the last month, okay, greenlit, a lot of, lot of games, a lot of minutes, 24 and 5. I'm going to stand up and take a bow. 2.33 is 48% from the field. I literally said in the pre draft process, he's a 25 and 5 guy in the NBA. I said this on the air, documented. And Monty Williams said, hard to find what a guy's ceiling is. When you're not playing a guy, maybe. Or when you're just confused. Uh, it, that hit a total nerve with me, dude. But Jaden Ivey is good to go. Hallelujah to the fantasy world. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, one of my mailbag questions from Lex was, 
give me 10 coaches in the NBA that you love. And I was like, that's the most boring question ever. Nobody wants to listen to that. So I said, I'll give you three I love and three I hate. And with the love, I went with Jason Kidd because he plays Luca every night that Luca can play. He <laughs> keeps the same rotation. Steve Clifford is running Brandon Miller out there every night. Love that. Michael Malone, great quotes. Uh, I love what he does with, with uh, uh, Jokic. Like, it's just fun. My top three don't likes were Jacques Vaughn for ruining the life of Cam Thomas, <laughs> uh, Darvin Ham for being Darvin Ham, Whoa. and Lonnie Monty Williams was number three. Getting all that money, all that money, dude. I know. Hey, he's got LeBron. He's got AD. He's got a lot to work with. He's got a lot of. He's got a lot of problems. Uh, he's got 99 problems, actually. Uh, but you're you're throwing knives at the homie, man. You're throwing knives at the homie. That that's why I'm like I'm I'm, I'm like I'm 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 in a stri- I'm in a straitjacket right now. I'm wiggling. I'm not comfortable. Uh I'm a Darvin Ham dude, man. That's my guy. Like I'm friendly with Darvin. Like I, that's my guy, man. So like I, I, I can't was, sit here for I this. Darvin was gone. What's that? I thought Darvin was gone. Oh, he's gone. Gene Buster, Rob Plinka got his back, yo. Why would you whack Darvin Ham? He just won the in-season tournament for the love of God. Oh yeah, they hit a lull. Guys weren't playing hard. All so that's Darvin's fault. Um, he's well, changing they, they rotations. Had... It's throwing players off. Boo hoo! Get with it, man. Didn't they have a strobe light party and put up a pennant? Like whatever, dude. Got, uh, Jerry West is rolling over in his grave. If, oh, if he was in God. a grave. If he was in a grave, he'd be rolling over. Yeah, yeah. Look out for the great Jerry West. Uh, I completely disagree, (laughs) by the way. I'm completely fine with them hanging a banner. They had to hang a banner, okay? Whether whether it's – it's to me, like, I don't know if the Lakers wanted to or not, but they had to, okay? Like, there was a political um, reason for doing it. If the Lakers don't hang a banner, it literally urinates on all of the fuss that we made over the in-season tournament. You got to hang a banner. Like, the league will – I believe that the league office would literally like kind of sort of hard insist on it. Like do it, just do it. You don't have to make a huge deal out of it, but you got to put a banner up. Otherwise it, it just cheapens the whole event. Anyway, random take. Okay, Rick, I'm, I'm taking Darvin Ham off my list. I'm putting Nick nurse on there for ruining Chris Boucher. Well, wait, and then I've also got, that's another I've one of the got, homies. Man. I go way back with Nick. Like that's my dude, I, man. I say, no, I, I will never get over the Chris Boucher disrespect that he showed <laughs> for the last 10 years. Well, yeah, from, but hold on. Hold on. Now, Monty Williams, Mar- Monty's trying to kill Osir Thompson and Jaden Ivey because of Alec Burks and Bohan Bogdanovich. Give me a break, dude. <laughs> I can't do this. Let the kids play, bruh. But, dude, Darko Ryakovich also does not like Chris Boucher. This is not a Nick Nurse thing. I think this is a Chris Boucher motor thing, Doc. Chris Boucher's 32 now, dude. It's over. <laughs> so over. It's so over. Run. The upside, the ceiling, the the that little that zip of upside. No, nah, it's gone, man. Nobody cares it's about Chris It's all Boucher. gone. It's all gone. They're oh my gone. god! You crack me up, dude. You crack They're me up. Gone. So, uh, it is the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, award-winning FanDuel and Underdog sponsor this thing. Rick Hamlet and Steve Alexander. Go ahead, dude. Way. What's up? 
What have we won? Have we won anything? What do you mean? You and I. Like, uh, has our podcast won anything? No, not yet, but we're it's going to one day. I have no as soon, idea. As soon as I get those cold opens down, dude, I think we're on our way to something. Dude, your cold opens are arguably the best part of the show, okay? I literally, <laughs> as I'm on camera, straight as straight-faced as I can be, I'm literally, like, holding back laughter, Okay. Um, and maybe like 5% of tears. Um, but it's it's all good, dude. Uh, talk to me about Chris Middleton's injury right here. <laughs> because came down on the foot of Kevin Durant the other night. They called an FF1 on it for getting under his landing space. But dang, dude, here we go again with Chris Middleton, Doc. And I don't really know who's going to backfill him in this, right? I'm not psyched about Andre Jackson. I'm not Malik psyched about Beasley, Pat Connaughton. I'm not psyched about any of these guys. No, he's one of those guys. Like, there's teams where a stud goes down and nothing happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if Chris Middleton fell in the middle of the woods, did it make a sound? Um <laughs> But he left that game. He left that arena on crutches. His numbers have been terrible anyway. Like, he was on my fallers list before the injury happened. Now, you put that dude on crutches and have him skating across the hardwood on the way out of the out of the arena. It's not not a good not a good look. Um, you know, I think if I if I had Chris Middleton in a 12 team league and today's trade trade deadline day. He he'd be a guy I'd have queued up to cut. Interesting. Uh, you just sent a thought into my brain about that. I may, uh, I've got a, a little lingering uh, third round pick um, in the cam dynasty. I may, I may float that third round pick at Ani Shridhar. He's a producer at fantasy sports radio and he uh, traded for, Chris Middleton from the K train, Ken, Ken Kreitz. Uh, yeah, I may do that. I may do that because I, I don't know. I, this isn't going to be a full year thing. You're going to have to ramp him back up, make the playoff push, all of this. Middleton's not done for the year. It's obviously very frustrating what we're seeing. Um, he has had some decent games. Um, it's really a buzzkill because, like, you wanted him to continue the momentum, raising the minutes limit, maybe one day get off the back-to-backs. And so now that he's – uh, maimed himself again that that like that ain't gonna happen but I mean a third round pick in the cam dynasty is not that valuable uh it's kind of valuable first round pick extremely valuable second round pick pretty damn valuable in a third round pick you start getting really deep out into the weeds uh but shh, don't tell everybody that I'm gonna try to get some value out of this it is a high uh third round pick uh, I'm at first place it's not the last pick in the draft well we got a three round draft um, it's, it's very high in the third round. So, uh, also we got a Van Vliet injury here, doc, um, with the, oh God, there's been a lot of adductor lately. I believe Van Vliet has fallen into the adductor combine. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they're talking about at least a four gamer, probably out through the all-star break, maybe beyond on, on. Um, but Ahmed Thompson, welcome to the starting five and welcome Hello. to the waiver wire. Uh, madness as everybody's trying to pick him up. So what, what does the Van Vliet injury do for you, man? Uh, it makes Amen Thompson a hot pickup, and it makes Jalen Green season, S-Z-N style. Uh, Jalen Green <laughs> is balling, and Amen Thompson's been balling for like six games now. Like, I think, 
I think it is uh, Thompson Twins season, Doctor Doctor style. Uh, Hold me now. The 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 big song from Sixteen Candles. The Thompson Twins are back in style. Uh, I, I feel like both Thompson Twins are going to have a big second half. I, I think you should pick up Amen Thompson everywhere you can get him right now and stash him, play him, sit on him, whatever. He, He's been uh he's been fun. Houston's fun. I I don't know that uh you know they there was a time when we were talking like 8 weeks ago where Houston was in the thick of the playoff race. They're not anymore. They're down at the bottom. They're fading. Um it's time to let the kids play. It's time to figure out what we've got to work with next year. It's Amen Thompson seasons. It is now. Uh, Ime ain't gonna rock like that. Trust me. Um, he's they're they're not going to, you know, shut down like they, they will go for it. They will put all their best to the wood every single night. Um, the Tari Eason thing is never ending, man. Um, and uh, we we wish him well. He was uh, well, he still is one of the homies, but uh, but you know, not not playing is a problem. Um, one more thing. Uh, well, maybe a couple more things here, Doc. I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about Jimmy Butler here real quick to everybody okay i want this is it may not be by low time anymore but maybe it is okay hear me out um to me it's finally jimmy butler season like doc said not spelled out but s-z-n um i'm not a heat well i mean i I just there's some teams that i watch all the time and the miami heat are one of those teams and it's been a dreadful assignment recently right they lost seven games in a row these were with jimmy butler okay and it's like Come on, where's the run? Where's the spark? Where's the juice? Where's the mojo? Where's the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the barking dog? Okay, where is this stuff? Poof, vaporized. It's up in the atmosphere somewhere, okay? Not recently, Doc. Jimmy Butler, and and he's activated, okay? He went like this with his finger, and he went, boop, and he pushed, pushed the switch. Um, They've won four of their last five. They're passing the eye test now, and they're passing the eye test because Jimmy Butler's bringing the juice. He's activated. And when he's activated, everybody else is like, yo, I better plug into that. Otherwise, I'm going to get screamed at by Jimmy Butler for not bringing it hard enough, okay? Where everybody should have been screaming at Jimmy all year for not bringing it hard enough. But, hey, it's a weird dynamic max player. He's in commercials. You get what you get. Jimmy Butler over the last five games, Dr. A, has gone 23 points, six rebounds, eight assists, two steals. That's Jimmy Butler. Not this 17, five and four, one steal bull crap that we've been getting, right? 23, eight and six with two steals, triple double last night. And here's why you try to buy low with him right now. If you have been a manager of Jimmy Butler this year, are you happy with the experience so far? Hell no, you're not. You probably might want to hit the escape button on Jimmy Butler. So go make a move right now and don't lavish that manager. Uh, you know, make a legitimate offer, but see what you can get for Jimmy Butler. Don't overpay. If if that first offer uh, doesn't strike, then maybe you can up it with another offer, but start like medium and then maybe work your way up. And clearly, I'm not saying you got to go, uh, you know, like you're hunting Moby Dick here. OK, but uh, but I, I think I think it's Jimmy Butler season. We're in February. He's like, OK, enough screwing around. We it's go time now. We don't want to be in the play in tournament. We'd like to win out of that. So, uh, you, you're uh, are you buying what I'm selling here on Jimmy Butler? Absolutely not. No. 
No. Is it because of the lack of threes? You don't trust him to stay on the court? Uh, yeah. are, are you I mean, are you indicting my analysis? What are we doing here? I am not indicting your analysis, first of all. No. The fact that you love Jimmy, Jimmy Butler right now and the fact that I don't uh, is what makes this fun. Um, <laughs> the, the fact that, you know, people send us trade offers and they're like, who won? And one guy says, oh, man, that's that's obvious you won. And the other guy's like, oh, no, this guy won. And then we nobody won until the season's over and we find out who finished it out and, and who played well. I, I just don't trust Jimmy Butler to play basketball games uh, until the actual NBA playoffs get here. And the problem is that the NBA fantasy playoffs happen during what I call silly season when Jimmy Butler is resting up for the real playoffs. I got an argument on Facebook yesterday with some dude named Steven Boucher. Uh, wasn't really an argument. He's a nice guy. Related like, to your boy, Chris Boucher? Any, any well, I, they may be, they may be. In your relation yeah. to Bobby Boucher, the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pick a Boucher season. Any Boucher. <laughs> And Rick, before, uh, when I used to do this podcast, not this one, but a podcast with Matt Straup, um, I used to always accidentally call Chris Boucher, Chris Bosch, uh, which was <laughs> always fun. But, you know, um, I just think Jimmy Butler's still going to miss miss games. He's going to not play. And Jaime Jaquez is not done yet. He's going to come back and buzzkill um jimmy butler and i just don't trust him yeah i understand it all comes down to trust uh finally here before we go to the streets and bring up the comments from the people doc uh anyeka akongwu with the uh clint capella injury here and uh it, this was a couple of days ago they said reevaluated in seven to ten days reevaluated does not mean return as everybody here knows so we're talking about a multiple week absence from clint capella and anyeka akongwu has looked great um, you know, especially the game before the Boston game, um, Duncan hitting threes, bringing the bench up off its feet. Um, this is, and he's probably already on teams. Um, it looks like Claude, Claude Santos is uh, saying buddy healed for Marcus Morris. Uh, really Indiana trade. There's gotta be something more to that trade doc. It looks like we've got some breaking news here. Claude Santos. Thank wait, you. Wait, for- wait, is buddy, is buddy healed gone? Um, I'm, I'm on Woj here. Uh, Claude, give me, give me who broke that trade right here. I think Claude just scooped Woj, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Claude, Claude. Claude just scooped Woj. I'm serious here. Uh, Shams got the scoop here on this deal, unless I'm like uh, on the wrong area with Woj, but, uh, Indiana nearing a deal where Buddy Heald goes to the Sixers, according to Shams, and he, where's the Marcus Morris part of this? I mean, Claude Santos for the win, dude. He's like, he's like jumping Shams and Woj right here. Uh, Go but he, get Benedict Matherin right now. There it is. Run. Analysis. Run. Do Should they walk, walk or run, Doc? Run. Run to your waiver wire. Let us go. There's 65 people watching this right now, Rick. All 65 of them should be running to their waiver wire for Benedict Matherin right now. How about Nebhard? Uh, he's not bad either. Either one. 
Um, rank the three, uh, TJ McConnell, Nebhard, or uh, Matherin, if they're all on waivers, rank those three. Matherin, Nebhard, McConnell. Mm-hmm. I would do it the same way. Um, Claude Santos, that's awesome. We appreciate you being here, first of all, and uh, and bringing that to us. Wait, Claude's uh, breaking this in our, in our <clears throat> comments? You're muted. There it is, Claude Santos. Oh, Boom. it's right there. Claude, look, I screenshot you were this start. right here. Screen, yeah, you're, hold on. I just for like, uh, I'm gonna cuss real quick here. Shits and giggles. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Woj here real quick, um, and see if he's even got this trade. Dude, uh, I try, I tried to go look at Twitter. You know what I saw? Travis Kelsey. That's oh all my God, say. Woj doesn't even have this trade. Woj, what it, it, is Woj? Okay. Oh, here we go with Woj. Six minutes ago. Uh, he did. He did have it. Uh, let me see how. Uh, let me see if Woj got the scoop here on Shams. When did Shams have it? It all comes down to the minutes, Doc. Uh, uh, I think that yeah, uh, Shams got it. Uh, he started it with uh, Indiana's nearing a deal for Buddy Heald. That was the soft launch, and uh, Shams wins. That is a win for Shams. Two minutes before Woj with that. But here's the thing with Buddy Heald, Doc. I, I don't. God, what's the deal, Gary Trent? Look, I'm not uh, I'm not crazy about Buddy Heald going to Philly. I mean, I like it for Philly. It's another weapon, another three-point shooter. I don't think Buddy Heald is going to turn into 18 points and 3.33s in Philadelphia. I they, they got a lot of dudes, right? You got Melton. You've got um, uh, Kelly Oubre. You've got uh, uh, other wings that play there, uh, Furk and Corkmas. I, I don't have Philly's roster in front of me. Let me look at Philly. It, it got, hurts. It hurts Kelly Oubre is what it does. They got a lot of dudes. Uh, Melton, like I said, Oubre, uh, Batum, uh, Daniel House, K.J. Martin. Sorry, I just need Patrick Beverly. None of those um, dudes play. Uh, Jaden Springer has been playing in the rotation a little bit, and they really like his defense, so – I don't know. I look at Buddy Heald going their dock and playing like half the game. I think he'll be like a 24-minute-per-game guy. Or do you think he's going to start now and Ubre will come off the bench? I think Ubre's in trouble. It ruins Springer, maybe. I've been using Springer in FanDuel. Like, that's how good he's been. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I, I, I've I got Ubre on a couple rosters. I've been playing Ubre in... FanDuel and DraftKings, whatever. Um, Buddy Heald going there hurts that. And I, I think Buddy Heald is there because they're so injured. Like, okay, we lost Joel Embiid. We haven't seen DeAnthony Melton or Nick Batum in over a month. Um, another guy you mentioned, KJ Martin. When was the last time we saw him do anything? He just like, had 15 points last night. Well, I, w- I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> not even calling you out. I've got KJ Martin in my starting lineup in 30 deep. Like, that's how deep we go in 30 deep, right? If I get seven points, five rebounds, and a steal, because uh, I got a couple guys hurt right now, okay. Uh, he's KJ Martin's literally in my 30 deep starting, fi- uh, starting Covington, lineup. Covington is there too, right? He is still there, yes. I think they well, were like, he's hurt. He hadn't played in a month. So, I yeah. mean, they just have a lot of banged up people. They get a healthy Buddy Heald in there. They didn't really give up much. Um, I mean, this is more about the Pacers moving Buddy Heald. I I, I feel like the Sixers kind of caught a gift. Yeah, I'm not seeing uh, – I'd like to see uh, – it, it would probably be, I don't know, a first, but knowing Daryl Morey, he probably got Buddy without even giving up a first. 
Uh, I'm not seeing anything here on compensation yet. They're, uh, let me see if Woj has got the compensation here on hey, Buddy Rick, why, while you're looking, while you're looking for that, um, tackle millions in prizes all playoffs long in FanDuel fantasy contests. If you're new to fantasy, there's no better time to get in on the action because right now new customers, and I'm sure all of our customers are brand new to fantasy sports. Uh, if you're new, uh, you get a hundred percent deposit matchup to one hundred dollars at FanDuel. Playing fantasy for huge cash prizes on FanDuel is fun and exciting. Just draft your lineup and watch your team move up the leaderboard. My voice is going. Plus, on FanDuel, you can choose from full slate contests featuring multiple games, single contests, season-long best balls, beginner-only contests, which are great for learning the ropes, and more. And when you win, you get paid instantly. Kick off your FanDuel career with a 100% deposit matchup to $100. Go to FanDuel.com. Start playing for huge cash prizes today. That is Steve Alexander, a.k.a. Dr. A. I'm Rick Kamla. We are the OGs. We are the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. And uh, and so we got another trade that's gone down here, Doc, uh, and it involves Kelly Olenek. Uh, Woj is on this one first, I believe. Um, Utah Jazz are finalizing a trade to send Kelly Olenek and guard Ochai, Og- Ochai Ogbaji to the Toronto Raptors. For Kyra Lewis, who is just traded up there from New Orleans, Otto Porter Jr., wow, he's still in the league, and a 2024 first-round pick. Uh, okay, so this this is interesting. It's not <clears throat> it's not big. Clearly, I would not call this a blockbuster. Uh, so first of all, we've got the Canadian thing, right? The, uh, the Raptors just traded for uh, R.J. Barrett. They uh, have now traded for Kelly Olenek, so they're getting that Canada thing. Uh, going here, I like Ochai. I like Ochai Ogbaji quite a bit. Um, he he's got he's 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 got one of the best like bods in the NBA. This guy is ready to attack um, and ready. I, I think for for some playing time here. Will he get it in Toronto? That's the hope. I, I think Kelly Olynyk is going to be in uh in, in the soup here. You've got Yaka Pertle. Um, you've got Scotty Barnes. I mean, does he play twenty minutes off the bench? Maybe, but I don't think this is going to lead to a pop. Uh, from Kelly Olenek. Um, I think it might lead to a pop, though, from Ochai Ogbaji, Doc. Uh, how's this one hitting you, man? I like uh, um, jo- uh, um, <laughs> Ochi. I'll just call him that. Uh, <laughs> I like him uh, in Toronto. I think he's going to get minutes. Pour one out for my guy, Chris Bosch slash Boucher. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Kelly Olenek, hello. Chris Boucher. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> it's over. That's it. It's officially done. I need to get a Boucher jersey and hang it back here in <laughs> memoriam. Uh, it's it's over. I, Kelly Olenek, when he gets minutes, dude, he's a fun fantasy player. He really is. He really is. I wish he would have gone to a better team. Um, I, I was kind of – because a lot of teams were in on Kelly Olenek, and he went to Toronto and – Nobody's I feel like that's there. not a bad spot, though. Like, Pearl's been quiet all year. Siakam's gone. OG's gone. Like, Olenek could go there and ball out for the rest of the season. I, It, it could be Olenek's season in Toronto. Uh, it may be. And uh, uh, Baji, or however you say, Ab, 
Gaji, whatever you say his name. Mochi, whatever you wanted to work with there. Yeah, that dude, um, I could see them slotting him right in and letting him play. So uh, th- this is interesting, and let- let's dissect this. Um, first of all, I totally disagree about Jakob Pertl. Uh He's been solid. 11 points, 8 rebounds, 1.4 blocks, leads the league in field goal percentage at almost 70. So Ochai, pardon me, uh, Olenek's not going to start over uh, Pirtle. But this is what could happen. Toronto has made they're, – they're the most busy team. They made the Siakam trade. They made the OG trade. Now they've made this trade, and they've still got Bruce Brown. And, and he's likely to be traded. So if Bruce Brown is traded, then it's really giddy up season on Ochai Agbaji. Uh, and, and so it may be uh, Olenek too, because if you trade out Bruce Brown, I don't know what you're going to get back. Maybe it's a first and dudes that don't matter. Then Kelly Olenek, Doc, may go to the four, Scotty Barnes at the three, um, but then we don't have a starting spot for Agbaji, but we do have minutes for Agbaji. So, yeah, I, I think, I, I think uh, Doc, mm-mm. Boy, if I had to choose between if I had Agbaji on waivers and I had Kelly Olynyk on waivers, I've seen Kelly Olynyk be a difference-making stretch run beast. Okay, remember that run in Houston he had, Doc, uh, after he was traded there and they were in tank mode and everybody was hurt and all that kind of stuff. He went like eighteen seven and four with with threes and, and defensive goodies. Um, so I would I would say Olynyk is the pickup here, man. I think he is too, and I I like like I said I like it. I like when Kelly Olenek gets minutes. Like, it's fun, and he, he kind of balls out. Hey, Rick, uh, Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive, receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire, which is like cash money. With promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit underdogfantasy.com. Download the underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. Hey, did you talk about DeJounte Murray? Did we skip over that at the beginning? Or did you? Um, we, yeah, what we, uh, we, we, I, I kind of, you know the the rundown. It's like uh, it's like Kyle Shanahan's play sheet, right? And and so I don't necessarily go in order. We we bounce around a little bit. That's a fourth and one. We got to go deeper into the into the playbook here. So what what you got on Dejounte, man? I don't have anything. But somebody asked me what my ideal trade was for Atlanta, and I was like, I don't know who we, who I even want back. I just want Dejounte, Sadiq Bay, DeAndre Hunter, and Clint Capella to all go away. That's it. I mean, wow. Okay, that's 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 what, that's what Santa, Santa Doc wants that for Christmas in February. And then we get all the Jalen Johnson. We get all the Trey Young. We get all the Onyeka Kongwu, who, by the way, has been a second round value over the last week, over the last two weeks, with Clint Capella out with this injury. Like it's Onyeka Kongwu time. That's a guy that people should be running to pick up off the waiver wire. Uh, Neil P is asking, uh, what does the uh, trade that just came down, o- Olenek and Agbaji going to Toronto, what does it mean for Kessler? Um, here's the thing, Neil P. Uh, I don't know because Will Hardy is the head coach of the Utah Jazz. And Will Hardy has been, in my opinion, 
uh, a weirdo, I'll phrase it that way, for not starting <laughs> Walker Kessler all year. I mean, literally, Fontecchio is in the starting five over has been. Uh, their last game, I'm looking at their box against OKC the other night, uh, with Kessler coming off the bench playing 21 minutes. 21 minutes for Walker Kessler. This guy should be up there with Wimby and Chet for shot blocking, okay? So I think his rotation has been garbage. What can I tell you? So does this mean that, you know, an Olenek is out? And so, yeah, maybe it does mean that Will Hardy has to stop shaming Kessler and put him into the starting five. But uh, it seems like they really like the the marking in Collins. Now we're going with a shooter there. Uh, so maybe Clarkson enters the starting lineup. Maybe Keontae George. I don't know. I don't know. It's Will Hardy. He's got one of the weirdest rotations in the league. I do think it's potentially good news for Walker Kessler, though. Dude, I got a I got a question from a a reader, and it said, "Hey Doc, can you help explain to me why Walker Kessler has played fewer than twenty minutes in four straight games?" I pulled up his game log. It was 19, 17, 16, 19 minutes. Four games in a row. This was last week. What in the hell are they doing? I don't even care, tank or no tank, Utah or uh, bedrock. I don't care where you are, what world you're in, what universe whether it's Hanna-Barbera or the NBA, how are you not playing Walker Kessler more than 18 minutes a game? What is going on? Look, Doc, it doesn't make sense, man, Uh, especially after the year that he had last year. Um, I mean, this guy, he is – there's all the shots that he blocks, and then there's all the other shots that he alters, right? And he's such a presence, and there's some dudes just don't even drive. They'll, they'll pull up for a floater or pull up for a, a mid-range jumper, right? They don't even want to go all the way into the teeth of Walker Kessler. They know they're going to get um, eat up. Um, and then we've got Pedro uh, Marquez here. He says, um, I'd say this opens up a few minutes for Taylor Hendricks. Maybe, maybe. But again, um, it's your boy, uh, Will Hardy out there. Uh, so it, it's a very unpredictable rotation. That, you know, Tom Thibodeau, Doc, is so easy to read with his rotation, right? He literally puts his cards out on the table. There you go. There's no analysis needed here. No reading between the lines. Um, so are, are you uh, are you feeling Taylor Hendricks here? I, I liked him uh, when I was uh, scouting him in the pre-draft process. He, he's a player, man. He can block shots. He can make shots. He's a good player. He's a good prospect. Do you think he's going to be green lit here? No. <laughs> Doc, any any closing words um, before we get out of here and bid adieu uh, to our great audience here on uh, on trade deadline day. And we appreciate you all uh, moving your time here with us uh, to 10 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock Eastern time. Let's do this real quick. Let's let's hit a uh, super quick hits. Would you trade Franz Wagner for Brandon Miller? Brandon Miller's season, dude. (laughs) The only guy playing in Charlotte, and I love it, man. Like I said on on this very podcast, like two or three weeks ago, I'm like, go get Brandon Miller. He's going to roll the rest of the season. I think you were like, yes, absolutely. Would you do Franz for B-Mill? I would. Oh, Um, yeah, vetoed. Oh. (laughs) 
Oh. Here's the uh, what well, talk about the vetoed thing. What what is how does that register with you? I saw that too. That that uh, that looked pretty uncool. Nothing pretty uncool. pisses me off more than having a trade vetoed by the league or by uh, by the Anyone. Yahoo Public Free League is what he's saying here. Anyone who tells me you can't do that, even though you spent three hours and bought this clown beers to make this deal happen. <laughs> you put your heart and your soul into it. You you blew off work for three hours one day and we're just like talking to the guy about his family and you know, tell me about your primary school days. Like what was fifth grade like for you? Like you're out there trying to work a deal in and somebody's like, oh, you can't do that because Franz Wagner shoots this percentage from the free throw line, <laughs> and Brandon Miller shoots this percentage, so it's not a fair trade. Who's to judge what a fair trade is and what's not? I hate vetoes. The only time a veto should be thrown is if it's obvious collusion. And dude, I feel like you, you and I are in agreement with this. Um, you just literally explained a situation of collusion where you're sitting down and you're cajoling the owner and you're buying him beers and you're letting him cry on your shoulder. That's That's literally collusion. Collusion is is combining your teams together to make a super team. Collusion is, hey, dude, I'm going to give you Benedict Matherin for nothing so that you can win. That is collusion. <laughs> me, I agree, you but- giving me Benedict Matherin because you're a dumbass is me being a good fantasy owner who's smarter than you. Totally different things. Do not throw the collusion word around unless you mean it. So uh, you are cracking me up today, dude. Guys, uh, our boy, Steve Alexander, is legit on one today. Um Okay, so I wanted to uh, make one more point here on this Franz Wagner and uh, Brandon totally. Miller thing. One of the fairest trades I've ever seen. If any idiot vetoes that trade, they're kicked out of my league or I'm quitting. One or the other. I'm out. Yeah, kind of like me quitting that league when they told me I couldn't have Wemby and they changed the rules midseason. Yeah, I had you, to get out of that yeah, league. Yeah, you were like, yeah. goodbye. See ya. Um, you're you're going to screw me out of Wemby? Well, screw you uh, was my take on that. That's what um, I would do if my if this trade got vetoed in my league. Yeah, I I, I take my ball and go home. I'm I'm not I, I'm I'm a whimsical mistress that way. If you you wrong me, I, I'm not going to hang around to be wronged two times. Um, but I would rather have Brandon Miller for the stretch run. Than uh than Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner's a stud, but he's not a fantasy gold guy. He's a slasher. Okay. Um, he goes 26 and four. That's the good part. The PRA for Franz Wagner, 1.1 steals, 1.63s. Brandon Miller has been way better in the fantasy gold department. So I would rather have Brandon Miller for the stretch run. In a dynasty league, who would I rather have? I'd probably rather have Brandon Miller, Doc. I would. Um, he's the guy. I mean, him and LaMelo Ball are the guys, kind of like Jalen Johnson and Trey Young in Atlanta. Like, they're going to build around this dude. Um, they may trade Miles Bridges today. They might trade P.J. Washington today. They might trade Gordon Hayward today, okay? So Brandon Miller is good to go. All right, I have one last comment about trade vetoes. Like, collusion is two guys getting together and scheming to 
dupe the league. Um, you taking your buddy out for a beer and talking him into doing a stupid trade is called savvy management. There's <laughs> totally a difference. Uh, being a good salesman and making a trade in fantasy is, I mean, that's, that's being a good salesman. That's being a good owner. Um, and these leagues where every trade is, is analyzed and micro analyzed and vetoed because it's not perfectly fair. It, it drives me nuts, dude. And, and, and it makes me not want to even trade. I don't even really mess with trades anymore because I've had so many vetoed over the years and I don't have time for it, but uh, I will never veto a trade unless it's obviously something shady is going on. I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, guys, it's trade deadline day. Your boy Cam needs to bolt. And uh, we really appreciate you guys being out here. Yes, uh, Stephen Alexander with uh, uh, Stephen. What the hell? Steve Alexander with Deion Sanders. Put that up one more time for the people to see. Look at this, Look at this picture. Uh, let's see. That's badass right there. Look at that. I found that in a drawer last night. That, who's on the left there? I can't identify that. That is Clark Kellogg. That is Clark Kellogg. How about and Dr. that? Dr. J, it's a little, you know, three by five photograph that I have, and it's signed by both of them. And I, it's one of my favorite things. And it was that's pretty, well, it, then if it's one of your favorite things, how did it get left in a drawer right, for found, the last 17 I years? Found it in a drawer. There's some Dominique. <laughs> Look at this, your boy, your boy Zeke. You're a Zeke guy, right? Not anymore. I gotta go. Are you out on Zeke? Bro, you're killing me, man. Look at this. Last one, last one. Little Zeke and <laughs> Zeke and Landon Turner, brother. Look at that. There is no way. Look at that. That is you're great. taking us down. <laughs> Photo album boulevard right now. Buck. You are the biggest trip of all time. Buck the Williams. biggest trip. All right. Buck Williams, We're out of here. Oh we, this God. has been the award-winning Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball <laughs> Podcast, sponsored by Underdog and FanDuel. Rick Camla's got to go uh, handle trade deadline day. Me and my buddy, Scotty, are driving to Athens, Georgia. We might have a uh, big event happening later in Athens tonight. There's there's a band covering some REM songs at the 40 Watt Club, and I've heard that big things could be happening. So I'm going to hit the road. Rick's already gone. Uh, thanks for watching. I'll be back on Tuesday. Oh, my special guest on Tuesday is Pavements, Bob Nastanovich. We'll see you then at 11. Peace out.